Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. And I'm, I'm in Proverbs, so we're going to learn something tonight. In, cha- in chapter 4 of the book of Proverbs is, is where I'm at. And uh, I'm going to read these nine verses and then come back and expound briefly on them tonight. And uh, uh, I pr- pray we get something out of this. It's good to have our old friend, Brother Jim Townsley, with us tonight. Sneaked in on us. Hadn't seen him in a while. Good to see him. Good to see each and every one of you. And, of course, Carl's here so much, he's like a regular anymore. We know if Carl comes, it's 110. That's 110 Carl. Amen. That's him. And... Uh, Carl, Carl and Randall Key's been going around with me at revivals. And uh, so here, the girl, those girls over there in, uh, in Knoxville call them spark plugs. Said, uh, said, Mike just brings them around to get something started. Said, I know why he, he brings them. Had them over there in Maryville. And it was a little, the crowd was a little elderly. Brother Delbert Range Church. And uh, just that is. And uh, and brought them in there, and they, they took some running fits and carried on. <laughs> kind of woke a few people up. They didn't know what to do. They, they, hadn't, they said, we've not seen that in a long time. <laughs> I said, yeah, man, you never know with them two guys. I'll just take them around with me. Turn them loose and let them go. Proverbs chapter number four, if you're there, shout amen. amen. Hear ye, children, the instruction of a father. What day is this? And attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. This is speaking of wisdom here. Shall bring thee to honor. When thou dost embrace her, she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Father, I love you and I thank you for the night, the chance to be in the house of the Lord, for the favor of God, for all the songs tonight. Touch my heart. God, uh, We pray that you'd bless this word. You'd bless everyone that's come with ears to hear it, hearts to receive it. Fill this old preacher's mouth, God, and guard my tongue. Help me be accurate in the scriptures for the glory of God. I have no other reason to live. And when I'm through, when you're through with me, Lord, you call me home. And I'll come to the house. And I'll bless you for it. God, use me for a little while to bless you people. I give you praise, honor, and glory for it all. And ask it in the king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. My thought on this tonight is this. 
favor of the Father. Favor of the Father. If you were fortunate enough to be raised with a father that loved you, and back in my day, it was pretty common. But in modern days, it's not so common. I mean, everybody's got a father. And by the way, two mamas, two women can't make a baby. Hello? Bunch of perverted nuts that thinks that's possible. They need to live on the farm for a little while. They'd learn a thing or two. I'm not preaching on that, but I could. But I was privileged enough to have a father. Now, now my, my dad was not a spiritual giant. He was not. I, I wish he had been, but my mama had more understanding in the Bible than my daddy did, and that's just the way it was. And, uh, and so my instruction come greatly from her and from my granny Ledbetter. She was a genius in the Word of God. She'd embarrass most theologians. If they want to sit down and debate the Bible, they better bring their breakfast if they're going to talk to Verna Ledbetter. She knew the law, the letters. She knew it all. And, uh, but, but, my daddy, but my daddy was this. My, my, daddy, my daddy had a lot of jobs, but he always had a job. He could do just about anything. He drove a truck for a long time. So my, my first years of my early childhood, I'm going somewhere, you, you bear with me just a little bit. In my early childhood, I didn't see him a lot. He was going on, he, 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 he was like what Gordon done, he was gone. And so most of my instruction and correction come from my mother and she wasn't short on either part of that. And, uh, and so, but my dad, I, 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 I know this, I know this. I, I want to give honor to him. I, I wish he was, well, I, I don't wish he was here. I'm glad he's where he's at because that's where I'm going. But I had favor with him. Now, when I was a boy, I couldn't do nothing right. I joined the Coast Guard in 1979 right after Patton. Well, we, I'd already joined when we got married and when I come back from boot camp, in my dad's eyes, I've never done anything else wrong. I, I went from zero to hero in, in, in nine weeks. When I come back out of boot camp, it was, I, I guess I wasn't a boy to him anymore. And it was different. And I, but he, even in that, in my young years, Carter's age and, and below, I had favor with my father. I had, I had favor in this fact that he, that he now he never... Dad was not an athlete. He was a mechanic, welder, slash truck driver, jack of all trades. But, but he, he taught me things I had favor with him. I broke the bicycle seat one time, and, and, and the welder was out there. And he said, well, just weld it yourself. Well, I, he knew what I was going to do. When I didn't turn it down, I touched it, and it melted it six inches each way. And he said, huh, had a little hot, didn't you? But then he got me the piece to repair it with. I mean, he showed me things. He showed me things. When I joined the Coast Guard, these boys were bewildered that I knew. I, I took for granted that everybody could open a toolbox, look in it, and know everything, the name of every tool in the box. I found out these city boys didn't know a crescent wrench from a, from a claw hammer. They thought I was a genius when I could name all them tools. I just thought everybody could do it. Why could I do that? 
favor of a father. He showed me one or two things. Now, I wish he'd have been a spiritual giant, but he wasn't. But, but in things of life, my daddy taught me how to do things. And sometimes, it just so he wouldn't have to do it. Some of you know what that's all about. Hold that corn. I don't want to hold the corn. Too bad. But I had favor with him. Now, in these little scriptures, I want to share this with you. This is a sad statistic. 85% of children with behavior disorders... That means they're in juvenile, they've been arrested, they've had all kinds of problems. 85%, now this wasn't just 100 kids they, that they surveyed, that the survey was over. It was Barna, and they done, they done a national survey. So it's, it's children in country areas, metropolitan areas, it's children all across the land. And a large number was involved in this specific uh, uh, statistical coverage that they done, and it, 85% of ch children with behavioral, uh, behavioral problems don't have a daddy. 85%. Now that means that there is 15% that, that, that do well without one, but that's a large majority of the children that have uh, problems uh, with, with authority and and. and Statistically, it, they said they don't have a father. There's no one. It's, it, it's chaos in our land today. People, that smash and grab stuff, walking into a store, say what you want to. If they just smashed the one that come into the store, they wouldn't grab nothing else. I mean, one time stops that stuff. Can you imagine, Dennis, when we were boys walking lays Five and Dime or Ben Franklin's up here and bust a window and grab something, they'd have beat us to death. And then we'd have got beat when we got it home. Wouldn't have been none of that foolishness. But that's commonplace today. You know what's wrong? No father. No father. Let's look at a few verses right here. I'm going to give you just, just, uh, just a, uh, uh, verses 1 through 3. I want us to look at them real quick. Hear ye children the instruction of a father. And attend to knowledge. Now, I was talking about my natural father. Now I'm speaking of my heavenly father. Because even if you don't have a natural father, there's a heavenly father, father that's available to you right now. He won't put you on the back burner. No, he wants you. He wants you. He wants you just like you are, and he'll take you just like you are, and he'll, he'll turn you into what he wants you to be. He wants to be our Heavenly Father. And attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, we know this Solomon. Tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. Now, what I see in these first three verses is this. Attend to no understanding. You know what he's wanting? He's wanting attention given to the Father. He wants us to give attention to him. Give, a, 
give attention to the Lord. You, you know what the, the question of questions is when you're talking to someone and they're not listening. You say, are you paying attention? Pat knows that if I'm not looking at her, I'm probably not hearing what she's saying. But if she's got my face, she's got my attention. So you know what the Lord wants? He wants our face and he wants our attention. Attend to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. What I'm going to tell you is going to help you. Our Heavenly Father has never pulled us out of the muck and the mire, set us on the solid rock in order for us to not have his favor. But if he pulls us out, and he did, if you're saved tonight, he pulled you out of the miry clay, out of a horrible pit, put your feet on the rock, and establish your goings. If you're his tonight, he's done that for you. And what he wants and desires is his favor for us, but we can't have his favor unless he's got our A plus, you're doing good. So he's looking for attention here. Even he was tender, for I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. That didn't mean the father didn't love him, but his mother loved him. Here's the thing. We need to give him our attention. Nothing that bothers me more. If you're up here on this stage, and I hate to use the word pride, but I pride myself in this. If you're on this stage, I'm not going to be doing something. I'm going, you've got my attention. If you're trying to sing a song, I, I'm, you've got my attention. If you're preaching, reading the word of God, teaching a lesson, whatever it is, you've got my attention. But how much more God wants our attention when the Heavenly Father is trying to give us His favor, the least we can do, or I think the right expectation is we give Him our attention. Amen. Children, children, now watch this. This will show, it shows our age and maturity in, in our spiritual walk is how much attention we pay to the Father. Then you can you can watch this with little children all you want to because to get now if I'm doing what Colin Boy wants to do, I've got his full attention. But if I'm trying to get him to eat green beans when he don't want them, he's not paying no attention. His mama's talking to him and 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 he's got food in front of him one day. Well now he's not he's eating what's on the plate. And Dusty says, He's not paying you any attention. His mind is on something else. And so the Lord would have us, our mind, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let our mind be stayed on him. Give him our full attention. When we're reading, when we're praying, when we're praising, when we're in worship, when we're in church, Verse number four. He taught me also. Has he taught you anything? Sure. 
How better off would we be if we'd have just done it the first time? Just done it the first time. Just follow his instruction. Just take his leading. He hath taught me, watch this. He, he taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, who wisdom and understanding. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. You know what I see? In, in, I, I see he wants our attention in verses 1 through 3. But here's what I see in verses 4 through 6. He wants us to follow his advice. See, it's one thing, it's one thing if he's got your attention. But you can be attentive to something or someone and soon as they're through talking, you forgot everything they ever said. You're on your own. Anybody ever been there? You got kids, you've been there. If you think back far enough, it might have been 100 years ago, but when you was a kid, you was there. Mama told me, I wasn't very big, but I was good at throwing rocks. I could peel your head at a pretty good distance. She said, you throw any more rocks and I'm whipping you. I'm not going to throw any more rocks until somebody done something and I didn't like it. And Tony Wilson, I picked up a rock. I wish I had followed her advice. I learned I shouldn't have thrown the rock. Are you with me? You know what God does to those that he loves? Chastens though. You're doing good tonight. A plus, triple. Chastens those that he loves. He chastens us. You know, we would miss a lot of chastening if we just... Not only pay attention, but we'd follow his advice. When he said, keep my law, just do it. Don't forget what I said. Don't forget. How much better off we are when we follow his advice. Forsake her not, she shall preserve thee. Love her and she shall keep thee. His words, his commands. Wisdom and understanding. The fear of the Lord's the beginning of. Now, do you see here him encouraging us to follow his advice? Here's the, here's the difficulty of that. I'm, I'm going to hit this and I'm going to go on to the last one. Here's the difficulty in that. When we pay attention and we know it's coming right out of the Word of God. I mean, hey, look, it's pretty plain. It's seventh grade reading level. You, you're just reading it right off the page. And, and, and God's got your attention. And then we see his advice. And then, then that thing comes up in our life. And we don't understand. Now, the devil has got us questioning. He done it with Eve. He can do it with you. I don't understand that, so I must miss that. If I miss that, well, it's in the book, black and white. 
words in red. No. His, follow his advice. Even when we don't understand it. So Amanda's here in a sling tonight. And after an accident. And Randall's telling me about that young boy that was tick-tocking and run over. Now, that's when the law part of me comes out. But Randall was talking about giving grace. And I appreciated that yesterday morning. You don't know how much I appreciate what you said. And he may lead this boy to the Lord over this accident. Now, that's the advice of God. But I don't, want, I don't want anybody in this church hurt. No, I don't want you hurting. Something hurts some, some of my people. I take, it, I take a little offense to that. And you know what? I wasn't as quick to see God's advice in that. But Randall was. He gave grace to that boy. That was good. You know where that come from? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Neither decline the words of my mouth. What did Jesus say? If they steal your coat, give me a cloak. If they ask you to go a mile, go twain. Some we've gone twain twice with, but he just said go. That's advice. Let's look at the last three verses, and I'm done. Wisdom is the principal thing. Brother Junior and I were speaking of this. Maybe that's why this led me to this this morning. We were speaking about this. You can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't know how to apply what you know, it's of no benefit. And wisdom is taking that thing that you've learned and making a practical application with it in life. That's what Jesus done over and over. He's our great example of that. So, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Say, well, I'm not very wise. Well, the Bible said, if any man lacketh wisdom, let him what? Ask of God. You just ask of God. So, I don't know what to do. I, 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 under, I, I know this. But I don't know what to do with it. Well, ask of God. Let God give you wisdom in that situation. That's that word fitly spoken, you know, like in apples of gold and pictures of silver. And listen, and a soft answer turneth away wrath. That's wisdom. Somebody say, I just had to say something. Well, bite your fat tongue and don't say nothing. How about that? I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. That's probably all you got is a piece. And you give that away, you're done. Wisdom will say this. I know, I know, but I ain't going to do. I'm going to lay that at Jesus' feet. We're letting see what he does with it. And then if he instructs me, he advises me in what I need to do. Wisdom will take care of it then. Is anybody with me? And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, she shall promote thee. 
she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. So, so it means to embrace means to take hold of something. Embrace it. Pull it up to you. When you've got something embraced, you know where it's at? It's close. It's close. It's usable. And it's practical. And you don't have to go wandering around for it, Brother Dennis. We've got it right. When we embrace it, we've got it right here in our breast. You know what that is? That's the place of the heart. The motion of man. And there we have that. What is this? I'm, I'm going to show you in just a minute what this is. Embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. I'm just going to tell you. You know what grace and glory is? It is this. He, we see he wants our attention and us to follow his advice. But you know what he's speaking of here, 7 through 9? It's the advantage that the Father gives us. He, is, he, he has given us grace and glory. Now, we got no glory owed us in any way or respect. For there's none righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we all like sheep have gone astray. Everyone had turned to his own way. And he hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. We're accepted in the beloved. It's not because we're somebody. I am what I am, Paul said, by the grace of God. Hey, if, it was, if I got justice instead of grace and mercy, I'd be in hell right now. But God's good. And on top of all that, then he crowns us with this grace. When we seek him, give him our attention and follow his advice, he gives us his full advantage. You know what that is? That's the favor of the Father. Nobody else can give that to you. If they do give it to you, if they do give it to you, it'll wear off or they'll forget. But not the Lord. Brother Paul Phillips and I used to, we had a, we had a running joke with this often. I'd say, God's been better to me than anybody living. He'd say, no, he's not, brother. He's been better to me. Isn't that the way we feel? I've seen people, brother Randy, suffering with great difficulties in this life over one thing or another. And you know what they say? God's been good to me. He's been good to us, Carl. He's blessed us. We've lived through a time... I mean, through the blessing of God, the fridge has been full. I'm telling you, we've had work and times and live in castles. Praise God, we live in castles compared to what was 40 and 60 years ago for most people. We've, uh, God has, it's, it's amazing what he's done for us. Amen. But he wants us to do this and I'm done. He wants us to acknowledge where that favor come from. There are no self-made men. Zero. Every good gift cometh from above. 
every good and every perfect gift, he said. That's where it comes from. You know, while you're walking, living, moving, breathing, eating, driving, living in a castle in the blessed, best place in America, praise God, on the old rock of the plateau, up here in the Bible Belt, the very buckle, bless the Lord. You knew things growing up that most people was ignorant to for the majority of their life, and some people die without knowing what you knew took for granted every day. You know what that is? Favor. You could have been born in a Muslim nation, and you'd have thought Muhammad was the coming king. And that, like our poor Muslim friends would have believed Allah was God, not the same one. He's not Jehovah. Allah is not Jehovah. No, he is not. If we ever think we don't have anything to shout about, we need to rehearse in our mind the favor God's shown us. And that ought to at least get this right here. Bless the Lord. Ought to at least get a bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless his name. <laughs> bless him. Not for just what he's given us, but for who he is. The king of glory wanted us as part of his family. Hallelujah. There's a lot of people in this world wouldn't take a bunch of hillbillies. It'd turn their, their backs on us in a New York second. I've heard that expression. That must be fast. But the Lord did. Come get the soul, Marks. I'm glad I got favor. And we have, look, and we have access by faith through this grace wherein we stand, according to Paul. So it's not that part of that advantage is the access that we have to come to the Father. And if you have need, just ask. Let's stand to our feet. See, sings. you're welcome to pray if you need to. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.